Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to, I don't know what to call it, silliness from the NBA. As they've come out, you probably saw it in the thumbnail or the title or whatever, but they've released their most recent Rookie of the Year ladder update. And our guy, Scotty Barnes, after coming off, I think at the time it was a four-game win streak, now a five-game win streak. After that point, you know, the NBA said, after putting up some ridiculous stats, we're going to dive into all the numbers. NBA said, okay, Scotty, you know what? Instead of being at second on the rookie ladder, which you know, we all know he should be first, we're going to move you down a peg and put you third. And... I don't know. The start of the season, Riker and I were pretty protective of our guy, Scotty, because from day, not day one, the Wizards game was ugly on opening night, but day two, when we came out and crushed the Boston Celtics and Scotty Burns, I think he put up a 30-piece, had a ridiculous performance from that point forward. We have been on this guy, saying he's the GOAT, he's gotta win Rookie of the Year, and... You know, obviously we're homers, we're biased, all of that stuff. You know, we know he's won 50-plus Scotty Barnes awards this season. But you look at the numbers, you look at the performance, you look at both ends of the floor. And objectively, he's playing at an absolutely elite level. Now, we're going to dive into the numbers, the specifics, and see his actual chances on if he'll win Rookie of the Year, what we actually think. But for him to be moved down a peg, I think it's a... A little bit foolish on behalf of the NBA, even if I take my rose-tinted glasses off about Scotty Barnes and who he is as a player and all of that. But let's look at the numbers. Let's look at the numbers overall for the season because this is a full-season award. Can't just look at this winning streak we've had. And Scotty Barnes has put up some ridiculous stats. 15 points per game, close to 8 rebounds, 3.5 assists, you know, steal per game, only 2 turnovers for a guy with the ball in his hands a bunch. 50% from the field and 31% from the field for uh, from the three-point line for a guy that, you know, had low expectations in terms of at least his shooting ability. Overall, probably had low expectations coming in here for a top pick, but has surpassed all of them with shining colors, infinity and beyond, and he, he's playing remarkable right now. And you look at those stats for a rookie, obviously, you know, people joke about MVP candidate, all that sort of stuff, but those are legitimate elite numbers for an NBA rookie. And we'll compare him to the other guys in this class as well, the guys ahead of him on the in the rookie ladder at this point. But I do want to give a shout out before I sort of go in against uh, Evan Mobley and Cade Cunningham. The rookie class this year has been sensational. Mobley, Cade, obviously Scotty's there, uh, Franz Wagner, Duarte when he's been healthy, Josh Giddy's been good, Kaminga with a few minutes now for the Golden State Warriors has looked great. Uh, Bones Highland, we saw him for the Denver Nuggets. There are so many guys, and I'm obviously skipping over a bunch, but that have played tremendously. And looking at his competition, the two guys that are really up there and currently ahead of him on the rookie ladder, it's Evan Mobley and Kay Cunningham. Look at the stats for these guys. They, I can't deny, they have been impressive as well. Kay Cunningham's averaging more points, 17 points per game, 6 rebounds less boards, but uh, 5 assists. You know, shooting relatively the same amount of on three-point percentage, lower field goal percentage, poor, much worse defender. But the one major sort of differentiating factor when you look at Kate Cunningham versus Scotty Barnes, Kate Cunningham is playing on arguably Raptors fans probably don't see it because whenever they play against us, right there, they're looking like the, the 17, 2016, 2017 Golden State Warriors. But... The Pistons are bad. They have a horrible record. They've been coming on a little bit as of late. I know Kate Cunningham has been stronger coming, you know, after following the first couple of months of the season. But Kate Cunningham's record and the fact that those stats, even though they're better in some areas, 
I don't really see how it makes sense putting him ahead of Scotty Barnes in the rookie ladder. Obviously, winning isn't something that's as held to as high of a standard for rookie of the year. Just given to the fact, you know, it's your first season. It's hard for rookies to impact winning. You know, the situation you're brought in on, it's it affects. It has an effect on your team and all that. But you look at him, uh, Kate Cunningham versus Scotty Barnes. Who Barnes is coming into a team. You have to think about this now. Who was at bottom four in the East last season, or one of the lesser teams. I think we had the seven worst odds, wherever we were at, right? And we're now a legitimate playoff contender, and we lost Kyle Lowry this previous offseason. Scotty Barnes has had a clear effect on winning. He's starting all these games, and the defense that he brings, the leadership, even as a rookie, it's been remarkably impressive. I think the winning has to play a factor when you compare him to a Cade Cunningham. Now, you know, some people might say they, they look at the scoring, they look at the improved scoring, and Kate Cunningham's teammates are worse. Sure, that is that is what it is. He's getting, a, I think, one more assist. But I think the impact, especially when you factor in defense, right? Scotty Barnes' ability, not to say Kate is a horrific defender or any anything like that, but Scotty Barnes is out here clamping the best swing on the other teams. We saw it last night against uh, the, the LA Clippers. We'd switch on. But obviously, Precious got the final assignment and clamped up uh, Markeith Morris. Uh, or Marcus Moore, sorry, in the final possession. But Scotty Burns has been a focal point on the Toronto Raptors' elite defense this season, and he's really been one of those guys. Obviously, he had that issue with his uh, was was his knee, his quad, whatever, at some point midway through this year. But he's been relatively relatively healthy on a roster, a young Toronto Raptors roster, has had guys in and out of the lineup this entire year. So. I think all of that has to be taken into account, specifically the situation, the, the winningness for Scotty Barnes over Kate Cunningham. Now, I think he'll eclipse Kate Cunningham in rookie of the year votes. Overall, full body of work, it's going to happen. But the tougher guy that he's going to have to eclipse is Evan Mobley, who himself is having a solid season, having a solid post-All-Star break. Himself averaging about 15 points per game, 8 rebounds, 2.6 assists, a uh, uh, block and a half per game of steal, 3-point percentages in setting the world on fire by any means, relatively the same shooting percentages from the field, but Evan Mobley's stats compared with Scotty Barnes's stats are remarkably similar. So how do you judge? How do you separate these two? And you look at the defensive end of the court, Evan Mobley's uh, higher in blocks, Scotty Barnes is higher in steals. Scotty Barnes is more of a wing defender switching, playing within that Raptors extremely complicated system, whereas Evan Mobley is a part of you know, backside of the defense, alongside of Jared Allen, uh, a Laurie Markkinen, they run that three-center lineup. Kevin Love gets out there a few times, right? They're different sort of defenders, but in my opinion, they are both elite. Now, you have two guys putting up similar numbers, similar stats. Mobley has missed more time throughout the season. There's a huge stretch in December where he was out with injury. Now, currently, uh, I think he's, he's, well, he's definitely back now. He's playing well for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Jared Allen's the one with injury, but... How do you separate these guys? And games played is something you'll have to factor in. But it's going to, I think, what's going to happen, especially with voter fatigue and, or voter fatigue, recency bias that comes with the Rookie of the Year voters and all of the NBA awards at the end of the year, who's playing well down the stretch of this season? Now, Mobley has been solid following the All-Star break, putting up similar numbers. He's had some big games, some 30-point nights, and that's huge for Evan Mobley. And he's kind of had the, I know a couple weeks ago, the Vegas odds were heavily stacked in his favor to win Rookie of the Year. But our guy Scotty is is setting the world on fire right now if you look at the end of the season. Looking at his stats, Scotty Barnes since the All-Star break, 
19.2 points per game, 8.5 rebounds, two steals per game, a block, and shooting 57% from the field. Now, those stats are pretty remarkable there for Scotty Barnes. That is looking like an elite player. And if you the eye test where you see it, Evan Mobley, clearly a guy that's going to be remarkable. He's a phenomenal NBA player. Young Kevin Garnett, people are calling him, all that sort of stuff. But Scotty Barnes is a guy that's sort of creating more for himself and creating more for his teammates. I think you know, I looked at his stats. I'm pulling this one off the top of my head, but I and definitely don't don't quote me here. Right, quote me on some other stuff. Quote me on the stuff I have on the screen. But I believe 70% of Evan Mobley's buckets are assisted on. However, 30% of Scotty Barnes's buckets are assisted on. So he's having to create more, create more for his teammates. The ball is in his hands, especially down the stretch of games. We're seeing Scotty Barnes being given. You know, he made a couple of uh, silly plays at the end of the Clippers game in the last, most recent outing. However. Also had some phenomenal plays too when made a phenomenal read going coast to coast, finishing with that nice layup that was sort of a dagger layup at the end of this game, at the end of that game. And Nicole, Nicholas Batum was full court pressing, right? Had a couple, had that remarkable dunk down the stretch of that one as well. So, Scotty Barnes, he's had to create a lot. He's become the Raptors sort of closer. And this is the sort of point which I think is going to have what it's going to come down to really for the rookie of the year race because I think Cade Cunningham should be behind both Evelyn Mobley and Scotty Barnes. It's just my opinion. That's my take. I gave that rant earlier in this podcast. But what it's going to come down to, and you're seeing the standings down there below my head, who's, who's winning? Who's winning? The numbers are too close. The guys are both elite. Maybe you split the award, whatever you want to do. But who's winning right now? And the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Toronto Raptors are now tied in the Eastern Conference. Fighting for that sixth seed, both playoff contenders, both teams have dealt with some injuries right now. I know people might say, oh, the Cavs are only out because Jared, Jared Allen got injured to the Ra- against the Raptors nonetheless. But the Raptors have had Pascal Siakam out for long stretches of time. Fred Van Vliet in and out of the lineup this season. Gary Trent Jr. has gone down with some injuries. OG Ananobi hasn't played for the past month, it felt like. So, can't, you're not giving me the injury excuse. You're seeing these two rookies have an opportunity to clash at the end of the season. They have a nice game there coming up next week, right? Whatever team sort of separates themselves from the other, whatever team gets their squad out of the play-in, I think that's who the Rookie of the Year award has to go to. I think that's who it's got to go to. None of this Cade silliness. He's on a squad that's at the bottom of the East. His numbers aren't separating themselves from these two guys by any means, right? Even if you look at the stats, you could make a solid argument for... Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley, these two guys winning is going to play a factor and seeing how they impact the game, both ends of the floor. I think it's a serious thing that's going to have to happen in terms of how these, this rookie of the year race is going to be judged. So hopefully for the Toronto Raptors, not only to avoid the play in, avoid the Brooklyn Nets and the Hornets have actually quietly been playing well lately, maybe not in terms of wins, but Terry Rozier has been elite. Lamelo's obviously solid. So, you know, I think that that game is going to be intense against the Cleveland Cavaliers coming up. That's going to be the real separating factor between the, the Cavs star rookie and the Raptors star rookie for in terms of winning that hardware at the end of the season. But let me know what you guys think. Do you think Scotty Barnes deserves rookie of the year? Are you cheesed? He's been pushed down the rookie ladder. Let me know in the comment section below. Subscribe to the channel. Check out the Instagram, the TikTok, the Twitter, all of that cool stuff. Anyways, enough of me rambling. Let me know in the comments. You guys are the best. I'm signing out. Cheers.